The Deal Lawyer Podcast with John Andrews, powered by JMW Solicitors. to the Deal Oil Podcast. I'm John Andrews. Today, we're going to talk to you about the different types of legal entities you can utilise to set up your business and the pros and cons of each of them. So what are the different legal entities, John? Yeah, the, the simplest is as a sole trader. So you, you as an individual just start to trade as a business. You then have a what's known as a, a partnership, which is where you go into business with somebody else. Uh, you then have a limited liability partnership, which is a halfway house between a partnership and a limited company. And then you have a full-blown limited company. So those essentially are the, are the legal structures that you can utilise. And perhaps if I go through each of those in turn, so uh, what are the advantages and disadvantages of a sole trader? Yeah, so being a sole trader, the advantage is, and probably the only one, is it's really simple. Literally, you, you, you set up on your own and you, you look for customers you build customers, you receive the income, you do your accounts, very straightforward. Um, the downside to that is, um, is risk, essentially. So you are personally on the line for everything you do. So if the business doesn't succeed and you cease trading and, and, it owe, and you owe money, you personally owe that money. So all of your you know, your personal assets as well as your business assets are on the line. Being a sole trader has very similar risks uh, to be, be in a partnership. If, if you're in a partnership, again, your personal assets are on the line. In, in, in some ways, the risks are higher because you are responsible for, for the actions of your partner. So uh, again, if your partner does something wrong or incurs debts that, that you as a partnership can't pay, you are jointly and severally liable for those debts. So you, you won't be able to say to creditors, for example, it wasn't me who, who, who borrowed that money, it, it was him. As a partnership, if you hold yourself out as being in business with somebody else, you, you have a joint liability for that. The advantage of a partnership is um, you're, you're sharing the risk, you're spreading the risk, um, and, it, and it's not so lonely. So you've got somebody to bounce ideas off of, um, but, but you do still have that personal liability risk. That then takes you on to the next stage, which is, which is a limited liability partnership structure. Um, the advantage of, of that, as the name suggests, is, is that there is – limited liability. Um, there, are, there are some exceptions to that, which are quite technical and they relate to how, how much you take in terms of profit share in, in the two years leading up to the business ceasing trading. But generally speaking, you do have limited liability, um, but you have the benefits of also being a partnership. And the benefits of, are, are that um, you are taxed as, as if you are a partner in a business, you're taxed individually. So for tax purposes, the, the LLP is, is transparent. The, the, it really doesn't affect your tax position. From a liability position, you are ring-fenced. So it is your LLP, as it's known, that enters into contracts with third parties. It's the LLP that employs employees. So if things go horribly wrong, as a lawyer, that's what we have to, you know, we look at the risk side of it. If things go horribly wrong, it's the LLP that has the liability for the vast majority of the debts that are incurred and, and your own personal assets are outside of that LLP, so, so you're ring-fenced. Um, LLPs tend to be used by um, professional practices. So 
lawyers, doctors, dentists, accountants tend to use NLP. And that's historically because lawyers, for example, weren't allowed to incorporate. Um, they now are. So some lawyers you will find have moved over to um, being full-blown limited companies. And that leads on quite nicely to, to, to the advantages of, of a limited company. A limited company gives you complete limited liability unless you commit a fraud or, or or you trade recklessly and incur debts where you know you're not going to be able to, to pay them off as a limited liability company. So it has its own legal entity. Um, you, you are a director and shareholder of that company. Um, and it's the company that contracts with third parties. It's the company that employs employees uh, and buys in supplies. So you have no personal liability at all as, as a director or shareholder in, in that scenario. Um, oddly enough, um, many big companies won't deal with anything other than limited liability companies, which, which always amazes me because if you're a sole trader or, or, or a partnership, you're actually saying, look, I'm prepared to put myself personally on the line to, to work with you. And they will say, well, look, unless you've got you know, a limited company, we don't want to deal with you. So it's, 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 it's a strange situation, actually. And are these um, entities rigid? I mean, there may well be a sole trader listening to this and thinking, oh, hang on a minute, I didn't realise I've got all this personal liability, so I'd like to move over to a limited company. Are, are those sorts of things possible, John? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's entirely flexible. So if you are a sole trader, you, you can move into any of the other structures that, that we've discussed. So, so as a sole trader, you, you can incorporate a limited company and be the sole shareholder and sole director of that and take the benefit of the limited liability that that that, that, that um, wrap of a limited company gives you. Um, you can go into an LLP, so you can go into a partnership with somebody else. So by definition, a partnership or an LLP would involve you being in business with somebody else. You, you can't be a sole member of, a, of an LLP and you can't be a partnership on your own. So um, sole traders generally, unless they find somebody who to go into business with, will generally take the move from being a sole trader to limited liability company. They, they won't go through the other steps. And is this the sort of thing that you can help with, John, to set up these entities? Yeah, absolutely. And for each type of entity that you have, you need different legal documentation in place. So if, if, you, be, if you become a, a partner with somebody else, then you will need a partnership deed to regulate the dealings between you. So simple things such as you know, how much you take by way of profit share each month, um, how much holiday each of you can take, um, what your duties and responsibilities are within the partnership. Um, moving on to LLP, you have a very similar document to a partnership uh, deed, which is known as a limited liability partnership agreement. Um, and, and that does very much the same as a, as a partnership agreement does, sets out all of those issues we discussed in terms of profit share, contribution to capital, how much money you're going to put into the business is another important part of that. And then finally, if you go into limited liability structure and you're doing that with, with another shareholder and other directors, um, you will, as I've discussed in a previous podcast, you'll typically want to look at your articles um, and a shareholders agreement to govern, again, to govern your relationships between each of you as members of that limited liability company. Sounds like a call to the deal lawyer is the uh, thing to do next. So remind us of your number, please, John. Yes, yeah, certainly. The number is 07768 266 Thanks for listening to the Deal Lawyer podcast. I'm John Andrews and look forward to speaking to you again soon. The Deal Lawyer podcast with John Andrews. 
powered by JMW Solicitors. Solicitors.